Hello everyone, and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Today is Flight Attendant Safety Day. This is a celebration on July 19th every year to mark and appreciate flight attendants across the world for the important work that they do during flights. It was invented in 1990 in America and was proclaimed by President George Bush. It says here, flight attendants strive to make air travel as comfortable and enjoyable as possible, as well as guard the safety of aircraft passengers. Their professionalism has saved many passengers from injury or death and continues to increase the margin of safety. We don't really use the word flight attendant in British English. We call them air stewards, air hosts or air hostesses. I have a few students who are flight attendants If we use this word in American English, I mean, it doesn't really matter now because we see so many movies with Tom Cruise on aircrafts. The word flight attendant is more or less British as well, so there isn't really such a difference. If you are celebrating this day today, then happy day to you. I hope that you enjoy it particularly for those students I have who work for airlines across the world. Now, we're going to stay on this theme of airlines because we're going to talk about the announcements which they usually give just to see if you understand all of them. So, of course, first of all, there's usually the pre-boarding announcement and it sounds something like this. Good afternoon, passengers. This is the pre-boarding announcement for flight 896 to Bern, Switzerland. We're now inviting those passengers with small children and any passengers requiring special assistance to begin boarding at this time. Please have your boarding pass and identification ready. Regular boarding will begin in approximately 10 minutes' time. Thank you. And, of course, you need to be carrying your ID or your passport. Speaking of passports, you know, after Brexit, our passports have changed from being red to being dark blue. And there's a big debate on the Internet whether they're actually black. You know, one beautiful thing which I remember is the passports of my grandparents. Because in those days, back in the 1980s, they had passports before the rule came in that they had to be EU red. They had those very heavy, beautiful, quality British passports. And they just looked lovely. The touch of them, the texture, it was like touching something almost sacred. They were like little little prayer books. They were beautiful things, 
and they made me proud. When my new black passport arrived last year, I mean, they still say it's deep blue, but it really isn't. When my passport arrived, I was excited because I was expecting to see or relive that memory of my grandparents' passports. I opened the pack and I found this really cheap thing, which was kind of like heavy-duty plastic. And it looks cheap. It looks horrible. And to be honest with you, I really don't like it. Yeah, and it left me with this really empty feeling inside that something was very, very wrong. It looked like a kid's toy of some kind. And I don't like it. I don't look at it unless I absolutely have to. So yeah, very sad. Very sad how they've changed. There's a lot of discussion about that here, and I understand that they they have to be of a certain material in order to stop people copying them and to stop thieves and criminals, you know. But no, no, I don't like the look of these new passports at all. It just looks like something very, very cheap that you would give a child to play with. For those of you who love the airline industry, and many of us do, there is a podcast called Betty in the Sky with a Suitcase, which is obviously a play on the words from the Beatles song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Betty in the Sky with a Suitcase is a very amusing podcast from a very happy but cynical flight attendant who works on U.S. internal flights. She's very funny. I had one of her podcasts the other day, which was called The Falcon. I think she's off ill at the moment. I don't know what happened to her, but she was at home in this recent podcast, so she decided to log into ChatGPT and ask it to tell her some funny airline stories. And then she was deciding if they were actually funny or not. And it was very amusing. She's a very funny lady. Betty in the sky with a suitcase. So if you like that kind of humor, you would really enjoy that podcast. She's been going now for many years. Her podcast is very famous. Well, let's get back to our boarding announcement. Okay, okay, so here's the final boarding call. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the final boarding call for passengers Joseph and Beryl McTaggart booked on flight 605A to Amsterdam. Please proceed to gate 3 immediately. The final checks are being completed and the captain will order for the doors of the aircraft to close in approximately five minutes. I repeat, this is a final boarding call for Joseph and Beryl McTaggart. Failure to arrive at the gate immediately will result in your luggage being offloaded and the plane departing without you. 
Of course, the, the next thing that happens is they herd us all onto the plane. To herd means to gather us all up like sheep, you know, herd of sheep. We also use that, that word as a verb sometimes, when there's a group of people all being pushed in a certain direction. So they get us all on the plane, then of course there's the pre-flight announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on board Flight 487 with service from London Heathrow Airport to Boston. We're currently seventh in line for takeoff, and we are expected to be in the air in approximately seven minutes' time. We ask that you please fasten your seatbelt at this time and secure all baggage underneath your seats or in the overhead compartments above you. We also ask that your seats and table trays are in the upright position for takeoff. Please ensure your electronic devices are all switched off, including laptops and cell phones. Please note smoking is prohibited everywhere on the aircraft. Thank you for choosing British Airways and enjoy your flight. We look forward to seeing you again soon. I mean, that's before you've even taken off. They're thinking about your next trip, aren't they? And then, of course, the captain, you know, he has that strange thing he always says, airline staff, doors, cross-check, check, doors, cross-check. And his voice always sounds much more calming but professional. And he tells us halfway through the flight about the tailwinds and the cruising. Something like this. Good afternoon, passengers. This is your captain speaking, Captain Constantine, and my colleague today is Captain Peter Jones. Firstly, I'd like to welcome all of you on this flight, number blah 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 725. We're currently cruising at an altitude of 27,000 feet at an airspeed of 600 miles per hour. The weather is looking good with the tailwind on our side, so we're expecting to land in Boston approximately 20 minutes ahead of schedule. The weather in Boston today is clear and sunny. Local reports are saying that it's a very calm, very peaceful day. If the weather cooperates, we should get a great view on the left-hand side if you wish to have a look out the window. The cabin crew will shortly be coming around to offer you your light snack and beverage. And if you are watching our in-flight movie system here, the movies for today, well, I believe it's Home Alone. I'll talk to you again before we reach our destination, Thank you again for allowing us to entertain you today. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of your flight. From Captain Peter Smith and myself, Captain Constantine, we welcome you. I used to love traveling on airlines in the 80s and early 90s. I think in those days flight attendants 
were really appreciated and also they were considered to be the epitome of fashion, weren't they? They also had many skills. For example, many of the, of the flight attendants of those days had to be very well trained in mixing drinks and a few of them went on to work in bars or to operate their own pubs because they were considered to be expert hostesses. Of course, like every other job in the world, the way we view them was lowered, and I think a few of the airlines now don't even wear uniforms. They're just there to offer very basic safety tips, which is a great pity. There was something almost magical about travelling in those days, you know? The air hostesses had the hats and the men were very were wearing very smart suits. Recently I've had some very upsetting news reports about airlines not looking after their staff well and people having to share rooms and even five or six people crammed into a small room while they're waiting for the next flight and this is something that's been highlighted with a few of the airlines. It's very sad. I mean, I always thought of them as being very glamorous. And maybe at one point they were, but the idea of being pushed into a tiny hotel room with five or six other people sleeping on the floor sometimes, that's making headline news here. Well, before we finish with our topic of airlines, Let's just do the emergency announcement. This one's my favorite. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the crew, I ask that you please direct your attention to the monitors above you as we review the emergency procedures. There are six emergency exits on this aircraft, two at the front, two in the middle and two at the back. Take a minute to locate the exit closest to you. Note that the nearest exit may be behind you. Count the number of rows to this exit. Should the cabin experience sudden loss of pressure, stay calm and listen for instructions from the cabin crew. Oxygen masks will drop down from above your seat. Place the mask over your mouth and nose like this. Pull the strap to tighten it. If you are traveling with children, make sure your own mask is in place first before helping your children. In the unlikely event of an emergency landing and evacuation, Leave your carry-on items behind. Life jackets are located below your seats and emergency lighting will lead you to your closest exit and slide. Please do not inflate your life jacket inside the aircraft. Please note it comes equipped with a light and a whistle for your use. We ask that you make sure that all carry-on luggage is stored away safely during the flight. 
While we wait for takeoff, please take a moment to review the safety data card in the seat pocket in front of you. And then, of course, at the next moment, she kind of like very aggressively walks up and down the aisle to make sure that your seatbelt is fastened. Sir, can you move your hands, please? I just want to make sure your seatbelt is fastened. Thank you. Speaking of passports and these things, finally, I just want to tell you that a few days ago, they've started issuing the new passports with the king's insignia. You know, our passports here in the UK always have the words on them, Her Majesty allows the person to pass freely, or something similar. So they, of course, are now being replaced with His Majesty. I don't remember the exact words. And rather than saying ER, Elizabeth reigns, of course, it's CR for Charles Reigns and with his insignia. So those new passports were rolling off the press earlier this week. So that's good news. But kind of sad, you know, the end of an era of our queen. But on the other hand, who cares as long as the passport lets me into the country of my destination? I don't mind. So there we are. So that's some news about our new passports. We don't have to have our current ones replaced. It's just as they expire, they're being changed. That's it. So I'll see you all again soon. Bye.